right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a remarkable vocalist, a singer-songwriter who has been given the gift, who has studied the art of storytelling. And this fact may be shown best in her latest single. It is a hard-hitting, emotional ballad, and it may just be her most vulnerable track yet. It is entitled, But I Do... And our guest today is the incredible, the wonderful, Sophia Fracassi. How's it going today, Sophia? It's going good. How are you? I'm having myself a lovely morning here on the lovely British Columbia West Coast. So I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Love. I love BC. So beautiful. Uh, I believe you're Ontario, correct? I am. I am like central Ontario. So there's there's beautiful scenery, but it's it's definitely nothing like being in the mountains or anything incomparable <laughs> uh, well I, there is some lovely scenes out there i'm sure it's uh, everywhere has their ups and downs correct? yes absolutely yes but of course we're not here to talk about landscapes and weather we're here to talk about your musical adventure so of course i would love to dive feet first into this new single but i do so when exactly did it begin to take shape for you I wrote, but I do just over a year ago, actually, I didn't, I didn't even realize how, um, how the dates had lined up until recently. I was going through old voice memos in my phone and found the original, not very beautiful sounding voice memo that I, uh, I took in my house after I wrote it. And it was, uh, I think May 11th last year. So I wrote it. Yeah. Just, just over a year ago, which is pretty crazy. Wow. So in one year from a voice memo on your phone that maybe doesn't sound the greatest to a song yeah. that sounds pretty dang good, I must say here. So, <laughs> Thank uh, you. Quite yeah, the I'm happy journey. with how it turned out. Hey, so what exactly, where did this begin? What was that voice memo? Was it the beat? Was it a lyric? Where, where did it start? For me, I mean, every song, like my process as far as writing is different. For this one, it was very much, it just sort of stemmed out of a lot of like hard feelings that I was having. And I sat down at my very out of tune piano in my living room at my house. And I just started playing this, this melody idea that I'd had for a while, which is the main piano part that goes um, throughout the whole song. And then I just started writing lyrics over it. It just was sort of this like very emotional experience that just sort of culminated into an entire song. So yeah, I wrote it basically in one evening, just sort of having a lot of, a lot of emotions. <laughs> Letting it all pour out as this. Yes. Eh? That's what I like to do. <laughs> hey, well, uh, getting very vulnerable with it. So of course, with that, can you take us a little bit behind the exact energy, what you were trying to capture in those lyrics? For sure. I think I would probably best describe it uh, lyrically. You know, like the content of it is very much, it's almost like a ripping a page out of a diary or a journal. Like it's, it's like this inner dialogue going on inside my mind. And every lyric in it is basically just insecurity that I have had and experienced throughout the years. There's no 
part of the song that is like exaggerated or anything. It's all very personal to my own experience. And when I wrote it, I was going through a bit of a hard time emotionally, just feeling really overwhelmed. And I was, I was ignoring the the feelings that I had, pretending like pushing everything down, pretending that I was okay and I wasn't okay. And that song was just sort of like a glimpse through this armor that I had sort of built of like, no, I'm good. I'm accomplishing things. I'm working hard. I'm, you know, whatever. And you can kind of hear that a little bit in the lyrics. But at the end of the day, I still feel so lonely and so lost and untethered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, that's sort of it in a nutshell, but also not a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Not a nutshell at all. Cause you're definitely, like you say, uh, in all of these lyrics, sort of taking something that one of those things that people are uncomfortable about. And it's difficult to face those things. And you've definitely, uh, opened up quite a bit in some of your other tracks. I mean, your most recent single, I Lie, definitely very vulnerable as well. But of course, for this one to be sort of like to this level, was it a little, yeah. uh, was the, were there's a little nerves there to, to decide to release this as a single? Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, yeah, I, I do in most of my music get pretty real. I don't like to necessarily write about something that isn't true or that feels, you know, kind of fluffy. But specifically for that song, even just like getting to the point where I felt comfortable with showing anybody, like even showing my parents or then showing my manager, like what, you know, how it sounded was very, it it did feel nerve wracking because it's again, it was, I had sort of built a little bit of this facade that I was easy breezy, all good, no problems. And then having people listen to that, it was like, are you sure you're okay? <laughs> are you positive? Uh, and I was like, yeah, no, totally, everything's fine. So yeah, it was definitely a little bit scary. For sure. And of course, with this song, you got to uh, team up once again with this producer and songwriter uh, Steve Malella. So uh, what has it sort of been like to work with Steve on four of your singles? And what is he? what have you learned from him through that? That's a great question. I started working with Steve back in at the end of 2019 is the first time that I met him. So it's been a few years now. We first started working together, like track, actually tracking stuff, coming up with demos at the beginning of 2020. And then the pandemic hit. And that was sort of like, what do we do now? How are we going to work this out? So we, we did our best to continue creating through that. But it wasn't until last year that we were fully able to be like, okay, world, this is what we've made. And it's, it's, it was, I've learned so much. I mean, I came into the industry. He was like the first producer that I had worked with as far as like co-writing as well. And I knew nothing. And he was like such a great teacher as far as just, you know, like leaving, leaving room for experimenting with different things and try, you know, like figuring out what's your, what do you actually want your sound to be like, but also being careful to make sure that we didn't stray too far away from my identity that I just kind of naturally have as an artist, which I think every artist has. 
And for me, that's very like singer songwriting. I write everything in my piano. So he didn't want to lose that, but we also branched out and we're trying, you know, a lot more pop sounding stuff, which has been super fun. And yeah, he's just, he's a great individual. He's extremely talented. It's unfair. (laughs) He can do anything and it's upsetting. (laughs) Uh, Well, upsetting as it may be, it's also probably very helpful, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's, I would not be where I am without having worked with him. So it's, I'm very grateful. Mm, absolutely and of course you mentioned the last couple of years it's uh as artists it's been very difficult to sort of navigate these waters and otherwise and you had the opportunity to sign with coalition music so sort of how have they helped you do exactly that sort of uh navigate through these past couple years to make sure that you're making the most of your music yeah well i signed a uh, developmental contract, which is kind of like a trial period contract with them at in April of 2020. So it was like, I signed the contract and COVID. So it was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this just happened. I can't believe I have this opportunity. And then COVID. So, which I'm sure lots of people's plans were squandered because of that. But Uh, Really, they have been, they've been incredible. Like they've felt, started to feel almost like it's that, you know, it's like a big family. They have stood through all of the ups and downs of the, you know, pandemic and how crazy everything has gotten in different ways. You know, it's like, okay, are we locked down? We're not locked down can we film this music video this week or not? Like there was so, there was so many times where it was just like absolute panic, but we were all like in the panic together. So it was, yeah, they're, they're amazing. And of course, like opportunity wise, I, I would not be able to have done anything that I am doing right now without them. So I'm really, really grateful. They took a chance on me. Hey, uh, I think it's turned out for the best for everybody. I mean, I Lied has already hit 70K uh, streams on Spotify alone. So uh, yeah, pr- pretty crazy so far. I think things are going very well. And of course, you mentioned words like music video there uh, lately there. So I have to ask most of your singles you have released videos so far, but I do. Are we potentially going to get uh, some visual work for it? Or Yeah, oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, no. So the But I Do visualizer is actually connected to the I Lied visualizer. So it's like a, if you watch them together, it's like a two part story, which is very cool. And because the singles have come out pretty close together, like just six weeks in between, we thought it would be a really fun idea to have it like a connected, coherent story. So the end of the but I or the start of the but I do video is actually the end of the I lied video. So it'll be the sort of the same shot, and then it goes in and finishes what the I lied video started, which is kind of the story of being emotionally honest. At the end of the I lied video, you see me mailing a letter, and at the end of the but I do video, the letter comes back to me, which is like what? No. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's sort of this illustration of being emotionally honest with yourself and telling yourself something in kindness, 
that maybe you you need to be okay with not being okay. So the idea is the letter is like a message to yourself. I like that. I like that very much. So, of course, with these uh, being a part of a bigger story, maybe a little bit connected, I have to ask, does this lead us towards maybe a uh, bigger project in the future? Or what does the future hold? What can you tell us about the future? Yeah, so I'm very excited. I have a very exciting project coming um, mid-July. And that will sort of wrap up everything that I've done so far into sort of one story from start to finish, from the first single I released last year, which was Wish I Never Met You, to the end of the story, which which is actually sort of a happy ending. I, I, a lot of the songs I've released so far have been a little more bittersweet, to put it lightly. <laughs> but it, uh, it does end on a happy note. So I'm really excited to share that with everybody. Hey, well, for those of people that want to share a little bit of that positive energy with Sophia, the best way to do that, go ahead and follow her on your favorite social media, your favorite streaming services. Yeah. Yeah, so you can stay up to date with everything that's going on in the world. This is just the this is just the start, right? <laughs> it is. Fingers crossed. Hey, it's just the start. Fingers crossed. There's still a lot to go on, but before we get there, I have one last question for you, Sophia. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. All right. Of course, we have talked about some of the music of the past couple years. What I would like to know now is how have you grown? through being an artist. So through the past two years, how has your time as an artist helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? I love that. I love that question. I think probably the biggest thing that I've had to learn through this short time period so far is that your happiness can't be attached to your success. You have to find your joy and your fulfillment in the process rather than the end goal because your goalposts will always change. There's always going to be something better for you to accomplish or a bigger award or whatever it is. And eventually, you know, if you reach all those goals, what are you, you know, what are you supposed to do now if you've reached every single thing that you thought was going to make you happy. It, it would never be enough. And so you have to find your peace and your happiness along the way. And that's something I've already had to learn. <laughs> well, it sounds like a very valuable lesson for sure. And I'm glad that you have not only l- learned that lesson, but had a little bit of a success, a little bit of fun along the way as well. Yeah. And I thank you for diving behind some of this musical journey with us here today on the Desert Tiger Podcast, Sophia. Thank you so much. I hope that you enjoyed today's conversation with our amazing guest, Sophia Fricassi, as we dove behind her latest single, But I Do, which you can go ahead and find right now on your favorite music streaming service. I highly suggest also checking out the rest of her tracks, like her uh, other 2022 single, I Lied. And when you're there, you can also go ahead and follow Sophia. You can follow her on your favorite social media too, so that you can stay up to date 
with any new music or anything else uh, going on inside of her world. I, you know, you don't want to miss out, do you? No. No. So then you best be going ahead and following her because, you know, that's the solution. Yeah. So I need to thank Sophia one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTV. I have to thank the amazing Laura from over at Strut Entertainment for setting this conversation up. The audio wizard, a German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And you, the ambush for tuning on into the show, supporting the podcast, supporting amazing music. Yeah, go you, clap, you know, give yourself a round of applause. If you've yet to join up for the ambush, it's as easy as subscribing to the show. You can also help us by sharing today's interview giving us a five-star review, and by heading on over to our web store, which is www.deserttiger.shop. Get yourself something to represent, to show your love of the DTV. Now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world, and let them know just how wondrous, powerful, beautiful you and your roar are because you are all of these things and oh so much more. And until next time, I am Bush. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.